0: Welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose an area of your life that has got you stuck. Yeah, you know what, And One of the ways a lot of people get stuck is by not setting boundaries, not knowing how to set boundaries, feeling guilty for setting boundaries, all these things around personal boundaries. They're super important in our lives, and whether or not you realize it, they have a huge impact on shaping your relationships. So that's what we're going to talk about today, my friend. We're going to talk about some of the big questions about personal boundaries, and I'm also going to give you some nuggets, right? Some nuggets of understanding about boundaries, how to set them, and how to uphold them for yourself. Because when you do that, you really have more of a balanced, fulfilling life. And that's probably why you're here. That's why most people seek out some sort of personal development or self-help or life coach. And well, you're in the right place because I can help you out with all of those. But you know what? I'm also not going to sugarcoat it. I get that boundaries for people can be scary. And we're going to talk about why that is, how to face and conquer some of those fears of setting your own personal boundaries. And not only that, though, but I'm also going to give you some stories and some tactics to help you confront those fears so that you can set those personal boundaries yourself. But it's just kind of like a muscle. You got to start lifting the weights and practice over time in order for that to become a lot stronger. All right? Let's dive into it, my friend, and talk about personal boundaries, what they are and why you should care about them, because they really are these invisible lines that we draw around ourselves. We're all pretty familiar with like property boundaries, right? The the boundaries of your house, right? Where does my backyard begin and end and where does my neighbor's backyard begin, There's usually a fence. At least I live in Arizona and we all have like cinder block fences. I know, weird. I grew up on the East Coast and everybody's backyard kind of ran into one another's. But you knew where your property line ended and where the neighbors began. It's the same thing with personal boundaries, right? We just don't have these cinder block walls around them. And boundaries are kind of like the unsung heroes of self-care and mental health, Because when you have those clear boundaries, you're in a better position to really manage stress and keep from that burnout that so many people are experiencing right now. And not only that, though, but it's also important for you to understand that you know, we have boundaries and they're different in each and every relationship. The boundaries that you have with family may be different than those that you have with work, which may be different than what you have with friends or your romantic partners. The nature of all of these boundaries can change. So it's not like Ron Popeil said it and forget it, right? You you got to work on it and you got to be adaptable and flexible because like the boundaries that you have with a colleague might be different than the one that you have with your best friend. And we're going to talk about that flexibility a little bit more in just a moment. But first, I want to talk about a myth. And this is a myth and a popular misconception that comes up a lot with my clients. And that is the myth that setting boundaries is selfish. Mmm, my friend, it is not. In fact, let's clear the air because that is a big, fat lie. Boundaries. Are not selfish they are vital for preserving your well-being. So I want to share a story with you to just kind of like drive this home. I, I've got a friend we'll, we'll call her Sarah and Sarah was kind of like the go-to problem solver for everybody in her life. I mean she would literally drop everything and anything to help people her friends, her family, her co-workers, even if it came at the cost of her own needs. And frankly, over time, Sarah really started to feel drained. She felt like she was burning the candle at both ends of the stick and super stressed out. Can you relate, right? I think we all kind of have some of these Sarah tendencies. I know I do. And when Sarah decided that it was time to start setting some boundaries and communicate those limits to the people in her lives, guess what? Yeah, some people started calling her selfish. They accused her of being selfish. And that happens. And what I've grown to realize is that the people that get the most upset by your boundary are usually the ones who benefited the most by you not having one. Mm, Let that sink in. Yeah. If somebody gets upset because you're starting to set a boundary, it's usually because they benefited when you didn't have one boundaries are not selfish. They're not controlling. They're actually the opposite. Because when you take care of yourself, really what you're doing is you're creating balance in your life. And Sarah wasn't being selfish. She was just prioritizing her own well-being, which, you know, in the long run, actually made her a better friend and a family member. I get it's tough. I have struggled to effectively set boundaries in my own life. There can be that guilt that creeps in. And, you know, sometimes you feel like maybe you don't deserve to set those boundaries. I know a lot of my working moms feel that way. I've been there. And I know a lot of you probably might be there right now. Hence the reason why you sought out this podcast and you're listening. It can be hard to set your needs first, especially when you are either accustomed or feel like you need to put Everybody else's priorities over your own. But I just for a moment want you to consider this little nugget of truth. You can't pour from an empty cup. Like, if you are not taking care of yourself, how can you really be there for others in a meaningful way? Well, I mean, the truth of the matter is you can't. You can't give what you don't have. So, like, to Beat the guilt and some of those feelings of unworthiness that can come up for people. I want you to remember this. You deserve to have your needs met. You really do. And you know what? Setting boundaries is a form of self-love and self-respect. This is your opportunity to be kind to yourself and allow yourself to prioritize your own well-being. It's giving yourself permission to prioritize you. Because your relationship with yourself is the most important thing and the most important relationship you're ever going to have. So here you are prioritizing everybody else's needs and your relationship with them. But what is it doing to your needs and your relationship with you? Hmm. Yeah, I know this all like sounds great. (laughs) You're like, all right, Pamela, I'm with you. This all sounds great. But how the hell do you do that? Like, how the hell do you set these, these boundaries? Well, I think the first thing we need to do is maybe like a little detective work. So, it's time to like grab your, you know, imaginary magnifying glass and embark on this treasure hunt, this boundary treasure hunt. Because you're about to navigate through the wide terrain of feelings and values and desires to really figure out what makes you tick, what's important to you, what do you need to prioritize and therefore create boundaries around. And one of the fastest and I think easiest ways to start is by just simply asking yourself, what sends me running for the hills or leaves me feeling like a squeezed out tube of toothpaste? Like what drains me? What do I need to feel in order to be treated like the superstar that I am? I know me even just kind of putting that out there probably makes some of you uncomfortable. The idea of prioritizing yourself makes you uncomfortable. The idea of thinking of yourself as a rock star, makes you a bit uncomfortable. That's okay. (laughs) Discomfort is actually a really good emotion. It means you're growing. I know let's flip that on the head a bit. I know I'm kind of going on a bit of a sidebar here, but yeah, discomfort is the currency of your dreams. If you want to grow and evolve and into like a higher version of yourself to, to live the life you truly want. You're going to have to be uncomfortable. It, it's kind of like a rite of passage. So if it makes you uncomfortable to prioritize yourself, it means you're doing the right thing. If it makes you uncomfortable to think of yourself as a rock star, great. It means you're on the right path. It's okay. And everybody's path is going to be different. When we talk about like the treasure maps, the treasure hunts, no two treasure hunts or maps are going to be identical. So once you've got like that compass sorted out, what you got to do next is communicate. When it comes to setting boundaries, you can think of yourself kind of like Goldilocks. You don't want to be too meek, too passive, and you don't want to be too ferocious or aggressive. You just want to be just right, right there in the middle. So this is about sidestepping the fluffy, apologetic language that so many of us have adopted at some point in time in our lives because we want to make sure everybody likes us and that they feel good about us. In all reality, we can't control either one of those things. But instead, this is your opportunity to stand tall, speak clear, and confident. So for instance, instead of that like, you know, mopey, meek of... "Mm, I sort of don't like it when you do that, flex your assertive muscles and say, when you do that, it feels like you're disrespecting me. And I'd appreciate it if you'd stop. Very clear and confident. It's not passive and it's not aggressive. It's in the middle. It's kind of like stating the facts. When you do that, I feel this and I'd appreciate it if you stopped. And it's not about saying it once, okay? Don't think like, okay, I've set my boundaries, I've said this once, and everyone's going to automatically fall in line and respect those boundaries. Mm-mm. This is actually more like training a puppy. It really is. It's like training a puppy. I've got Bob the dog. He's a crazy chocolate lab. And let me tell you, if you have lab puppies or if you've ever had a lab puppy in your life, oh my gosh, they're really like a puppy until they're like three years old. Oh, especially the chocolate labs. They're a, little, they're a little bananas. He's a banana bob. But when you're training a puppy, you know what you need? You need patience. You need persistence. You need consistency. And you know what? Sometimes you, you, you need some belly rubs and treats, but that's a little bit of a different podcast for a different day. But yeah, the patience, the persistence, and the consistency. You're going to have to gently remind people about your boundaries. And then follow through with the consequences if they're pushed aside. You're teaching people how they should treat you. And that consistency, my friend, is absolutely key. But there's also this idea that boundaries can be rigid. And they're not. They actually are not set in stone. Because... Life is a bit of a roller coaster. I don't know if you've noticed this, but there are like ups and downs and sometimes you, you know, you lose your stomach and you get into a dark tunnel and you don't know which way is up because you got thrown for a loop-de-loop. Yeah, life is like a roller coaster. It is not America round. So you need to be flexible and adaptable. And as you grow and as you change, so do your flexibilities. And and not only that though, perhaps like you're going to have this unique situation it may need a little boundary finessing. That's okay. The goal is to strike the perfect balance between sticking to your guns and surfing life's waves. And how you find that balance is by practicing. And I mean, again, it's not an all one size fits all type of situation. I mean, I guess the best way for me to explain this would be like, you might have like a best friend who you're really comfortable sharing those deep dark secrets. You're vulnerable with them. They see you. You feel heard. But it's not like you're going to walk into your office and share those same things with a coworker, right? Yeah. Boundaries, they're versatile. They flex and they adapt to different relationships and situations. The secret is finding that sweet spot. That sweet spot between holding firm to your boundaries And being open to adjust them when the situation calls for it. Again, it's not an all or nothing type of situation. I I, I get that people may break into a cold sweat at the thought of setting boundaries because they're scared. They're scared of rejection. They don't like conflict. And then, you know, and then there's that whole demon of guilt. And in order to combat and navigate those fears... It's really important for you to understand that, you know, boundaries play a crucial role in your mental health and well-being. And one of the best ways to overcome those fears is to get good at that assertive communication. Again, it's not passive, it's not aggressive. But for someone who is passive, even being assertive is going to feel aggressive because that might force you out of your comfort zone. Again, if you're uncomfortable, chances are you're doing it right. This means expressing your needs clearly and respectfully. It's really all it is. Be clear. Be respectful. If you do that, you're going to be assertive. That's it. That's all being assertive means is being clear and respectful. And it takes practice. I get it. But I also know it is so well worth the effort. Because when you communicate your boundaries in an assertive manner, what you're doing is you're making it so much easier for people to understand you and to respect your boundaries. And some of you may be having different scenarios or people or situations that are coming to the forefront of your mind right now as you're listening to this podcast in relation to boundaries. So I want to take a moment to just talk to you about how there are different kinds of boundaries. Just like you don't have one boundary and it's a one size fits all, you treat your family and your coworkers and strangers different with those boundaries. But there are also different types of boundaries. Like there's emotional boundaries. These are the ones that really protect you and your emotional well-being from being like ambushed by other people's feelings, actions, or problems. For example, imagine you have a friend who, you know, treats you like their personal frustration dumping ground, leaving you feeling like an emotional doormat. Maybe you have a friend like that, or maybe you've had one of those in the past, or maybe even a family member. Drawing an emotional boundary in that situation may sound something like, hey, you know what? I really care about you, but I can't be your 24-7 venting platform. Can we mix things up a little bit with a few different topics too? Again, it's not passive. It's not aggressive. It is clear and it's respectful. We also have physical boundaries. These are about protecting your personal space, right? Your personal space, your privacy, your body. If you've got a coworker who is a huge fan of those like big bear hugs and you're not into that kind of thing... Then setting a physical boundary could be as easy as saying, hey, you know what, I love the friendly vibe, but not much of a hugger. How about a fist bump? Again, clear and respectful. Time boundaries. This is one that I see a lot of people running into challenges with. Time boundaries are going to help you manage your time like a pro. And what they also do is they prevent you from becoming like this human pretzel, all twisted up with a bunch of different commitments. So let's say your boss asks you to take on a project while you are already absolutely buried in work. A time boundary in this situation may sound something like, hey, you know what? My plate's really full at the moment. Can we talk about reshuffling some tasks or finding someone else to handle this one? Clear and respectful last boundary I want to hit up with you guys is your intellectual boundaries. These limits protect your thoughts, your ideas, and your beliefs from being like shrugged off and disrespected. So imagine you're in a conversation with someone who's constantly talking over you or dismissing your ideas. Putting up an intellectual boundary may be as simple as saying, hey, listen, I'm all for a lively discussion, but I expect my thoughts and opinions to be respected just like I respect yours." clear, and respectful. All right, so that's a lot. Man, I've hit you guys with a lot today. Okay, so before you like bring the curtains down on this episode, I wanna have some real talk though about the challenges that people can face when setting these boundaries because I really want you to navigate personal boundaries because they are key to living that kind of peaceful and balanced life. Life isn't always going to be peaceful, but it doesn't have to be a stressed as you may be experiencing right now, and one of the keys to kind of bringing down that stress level and increasing your peace is setting personal boundaries. So first off, one of the challenges may be, what's my limit? So identifying your boundaries can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack, especially if you are used to being like the go with the flow kind of person or putting everybody else's needs first. So to tackle this hurdle, It's really time for you to have a little self-chat, a little self-talk. We're getting to know that person who's the relationship is most important, that relationship with yourself. So I want you to ask yourself, what makes me feel like I'm walking on eggshells? Or what do I need to feel like when I'm being taken seriously? Self-awareness isn't just the first step. It's the step to setting healthy boundaries. So you gotta reflect a little bit here. Next, one of the challenges people will experience a lot is speaking up, articulating your boundaries. It can really be challenging. It can be like as tricky as reciting the alphabet backwards while standing on your head. Yeah, hard, I get it, I see you, I hear you, but fear not because this is where practice comes in. Jod down your boundaries and then look in the mirror, And recite them in a clear, respectful way. Be assertive. Practice when it's just you. And this may sound so dumb. And that's okay. (laughs) Again, being uncomfortable means you're growing. You can wait until everybody's out of the house. You don't need an audience to do this. Just practice. Because the more preparation you have, preparation breeds confidence. I tell my daughter this all the time. One of the reasons why... People don't feel confident is because they haven't prepared. The more you prepare, the more you practice, the easier it becomes to share your boundaries when you need to. Lastly, the last challenge, backlash. Mm. You might run into people, and I I get this, who push back harder than a bodybuilder trying to charm you into bending your boundaries. Consistency is key. You really deserve to stand your ground and remain unwavering when enforcing your boundaries, even when resistance gets tough. Like I said, those that get upset by your boundaries are usually the ones who benefited the most by you not having any. Okay? And remember, it's not just about you. It's also about creating a healthy balance and fostering respect in your relationships. But here's the deal. I just don't want you to listen to me rambling on about boundaries. You can listen and consume this podcast, but then you've got to create and do something with it. I really want you to reflect on your own boundaries. Are they firm? Are they floppy? Are they even there? And start noticing how you feel when someone crosses a line. And trust that feeling. That's your signal to reinforce a boundary. And hey, if you've been sitting there non along thinking, you know what, Pamela, I've been a bit of a doormat, then this is your wake-up call. You are worthy of setting boundaries. You deserve respect. And it's not only okay to demand it, it is absolutely essential. So now that we've discussed all the different types of personal boundaries, you know, the emotion, the physical, the time, and the intellectual, I want you to know that they are as unique as you are so you get to decide what works for you. But remember, the key is clear communication and consistency. It's gonna feel uncomfortable, yeah. You may face some resistance, yeah, but that's okay. You're stronger than you think, and you know what? I'm here cheering you on. And while you're navigating this boundary-setting journey, don't forget to extend that same respect to other people's boundaries. It is a two-way street, folks. So I encourage you to start implementing the strategies that we talked about today. Start small, be consistent, and remember to reflect and adjust as you go. And most importantly, be patient and be kind to yourself during this process. I also want to invite you to engage with me. Drop me a comment or a question about what you've heard today. Is there a specific boundary challenge that you're dealing with? Or perhaps you've got a personal success story about setting a boundary. I'd love to hear it. I love hearing from all of you and you can find me at Pamela Hughes coaching on Facebook and Instagram, PamelaHughesCoaching.com. You can drop me an email there and just keep going, keep growing and I'll be with you every step of the way. So until we meet again in the next episode, I want you to keep pushing through that comfort zone. When you're uncomfortable, it means you're growing. And you know what? Continue to be unapologetically you. There's only one you. And the world's better because you're here. All right, my friend. I'll see you next week. Listen, if you're still feeling a little stuck and need a little help right now, wiggling loose, I got you. I put together a guide, a free guide to help you feel better right now. These are simple strategies that you can start today to feel better faster. Just go to fourways to feel That's the number four, ways to feel better.com. I tell you, these are going to help you slow down, take a breath, gain some perspective and control of what's happening in your life right now. And it's free because we could all use a little help, and I'm here to help. Grab it by going to fourways to feel Again, that's the number four, ways to feel better.com and start wiggling loose.